from the Summer Skate Studios behind the Mask Hockey Shops present College Hockey West Weekly for December 27th, 2022. Behind the Mask's College Hockey West Weekly is brought to you by Peterson Toyota, college graduate, member of the military, and you might be eligible for a special rebate or discount. See us at petersontoyota.com. Top Golf. Let us help you reimagine your next business meeting or team building event. See your regional center or go to topgolf.com. The NCHC and nchc.tv. Subscribe to nchc.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to behindthemask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Jets Pizza. Whether it's our legendary Detroit-style square or New York-style thin crust, Jets Pizza is better because it has to be. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. AT&T Wireless, unlimited high-speed 5G data at NOAA. Liberty University, play for faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. M-Drive, natural support for men looking to increase energy, strength, and drive. Always free delivery at mdriveformen.com. Summer skates, whether our original red or new black shower shoes, show your game and style at summerskates.com. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. And by Drury Inns and Suites, travel happy again. Book your next stay at drurryhotels.com or at 1-800-DRURY-IN. College Hockey West Weekly from the Summer Skate Studios, presented by Behind the Mask, is a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans, anywhere that you may be joining us tonight on the great, uh, the great, how about the College Hockey West Weekly podcast? Scott Strandy with you tonight from uh, a parking lot with... um, Let's see, solar panels above me, clouds out, about 72 degrees here in Tempe, Arizona. The uh, spot that I will be for the next, um, let me think, one, two, four out of the next five nights, I'll be watching uh, two NHL games and two NCAA games right here from the great Mullet Arena. Paul Hornstein, my longtime co-host, joining me from Long Island, New York, where it's probably equally as balmy, 72 and a few clouds, Paul. I think he's here. I think he's on mute. <laughs> no. Well, I guess it would help he's... if I turned the mic on. Oh, okay. I did that today, Paul. Can I yeah, tell I you? <laughs> no, you didn't. By the way. Nobody heard, by the way. <laughs> well, that's true. But um, we have a few clouds. That's all I will say. Okay. Um, not 72? No, not oh. quite. Okay. Just I don't think checking. if you doubled what the high temperature was here today. <laughs> That it would equal seventy-two. Well, and tonight it certainly ex- didn't need solar panels. Tonight's going to be an exciting night for me because this will be my first professional game in Mullet Arena. I've seen every college game here so far, and I'll see two more this weekend. But uh, this will be the first time that I'll see a professional game. The Colorado Avalanche finally made it to Arizona about I don't know two thirty or three o'clock this afternoon. Yeah, it was uh, it was quite an adventure from what I understand. Uh, Connor McGahey had time to get his coffee and make it over to Mullet Arena for the first time. But the Avalanche haven't even seen the ice surface yet, and they're going to see it for warm-up. Well, so, hello. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I. well, I'm sure that most 
people that are aware <laughs> that, especially this time of the year, with all the weather issues and all the flights um, that have been screwed up <laughs> by the weather and people having to cancel and flights being canceled and so forth and so on, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's just weird to see a, a professional team have that issue because, I mean, I guess they're flying commercial. I don't know. I, I don't I know if you would charter so. from Denver to Phoenix. I don't know. Pro- probably, probably you're an NHL team, but still, uh, it, it's not, it's not really got, I don't know. I mean, I shouldn't I don't say know. that. Well, no, I listen, don't know for certain, I, I, but I, I don't either. That's my point. I do. They, is it, it might be some sort of combination of the two, depending on where they're going. Right. If they have a long flight, I could definitely see them, uh, chartering. I, I honestly Denver to thought Phoenix is what an hour. An hour and a half, but um, I don't think it's a, a. I mean, I thought they just chartered everywhere because they're in and out so quick uh, that I didn't I think know. there was anybody even took a commercial flight. I don't know. I'll ask Connor if I get a chance to visit with him today. Um, but anyway, the Avalanche are in town uh, Thursday night. Austin Matthews returns in the circus that is oh, the that Toronto Maple Leafs. Absolutely, will be here. I'm going to get here early for that one. I think just to watch. You might just st- just stay there now. <laughs> just don't leave. Uh, and then, of course, this weekend, NCAA hockey at its finest. The Arizona State Sun Devils, the Boston College Eagles will do battle. Uh, you know our good friend Jeff Walker. Who's he going to be rooting for this weekend? We got any idea? Um. Jeff, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> oh, he's going to be tugged so hard, even though Johnny's know. not on the ice. But um, I don't know. Uh, it's going to be fun. I'll have to anyway. ask him. Yeah, you got to find out. You got to find out. Um, so anyway, this is day I, I two. Think it would also, I also yeah? think it would depend on, A, if he's there, and, B, who was there with him. Ah, right, right. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, good point. <laughs> well, I don't no. think Johnny will be here because I got a feeling he's with. Well, the, no, uh, not necessarily with, Johnny. With Utah, not necessarily. But... No, I'm, okay. I'm pretty sure that he's playing this weekend w- with the Grizzlies. But uh, I'm talking about in terms of you know who's there in terms of people he knows at ASU or in terms of people that uh, are BC people and and. Uh, <laughs> And he's gonna be wearing something neutral, not, maybe maroon. <laughs> you know, just yeah, just well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he just wears, uh, you know, purple or something. Just to... I love it. Anyway, Boston College coming to town. I I was at practice today for a little bit. Watched a little bit of the Sun Devils work. Uh, I had a chance to visit. Uh, if you heard in the open, had a chance to visit with Coach Powers and Tim Lovell. Did two really good interviews with a brand new mic. Prove it. Um, Santa just didn't show me the uh, the on button apparently on the mic, so I, I got some great silent film. Nice. And and really, that's what subtitles? we like. Subtitles? We subtitles? Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll try to get subtitles on there for you, but yeah, it was good. Uh, I can paraphrase for you, and that's how we'll start the show. I'll paraphrase right. as to uh, as to what was said. Let's start with Tim Lovell. Um, I asked him first of all, I said, was Santa good to you? He said, Oh, absolutely. Got some hoodies, got, uh, got some head, got a headphone, pair of headphones. Uh, yeah, it was great. He loved it. Then I said, um, tell me a little bit about this now, because this is your second year at ASU. And you've told me before that you love this place and you love Mullet Arena. And he goes, what's not to love? 
The weather's beautiful. The school's great. The arena's awesome. And uh, so I said, so do you want to talk about that first year at Boston College? He said, no, not really. <laughs> no, 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 no. So he said, I'm a Sun Devil. He said, I know a few players on that roster. And he I said, he had uh, to know a couple. Yeah. And he said, you know, uh, that was my freshman year. And I've grown a little bit since then. And uh, then I asked him this question, Paul, and I thought you might get a kick out of this. I said, uh, Tim, I said, everywhere I go in college hockey, people will ask me about Arizona State and they'll say, hey, that number 27 kid. How do, how do you stop him? So I said, can you tell people how they stop you? He said, well, I guess they should start by playing me physical. <laughs> and I said, okay. I said, Tim, that's great, but can they catch you? He goes, well, that's kind of my, uh, my forte is to avoid getting hit. And wow, uh, <laughs> as anybody knows, he's a very good skater, very good stick on us. So I asked him that next. I said, so um, where did you develop these skills? He said, hey, my dad is a, is a skills coach in New England and the New England area. And uh, he taught me everything I know. So he said, I got to give a lot of credit to my, uh, my dad for, for teaching me everything. And then for my other coaches in junior and college for continuing to enhance those skills. But man, what an exciting, exciting defenseman. Uh, Not very big. He admits it right away. He says, you know, I'm not the biggest guy out here, but, uh, I think I can play at this level. And he said, I've always been told that I can't. So that's kind of been my motivation. So um, you look at that and you go, okay, the, I like Tim Lovell. I like the style. I, I was smiling. I was happy. Never seen that kid not happy. So uh, that was kind of a joy. And that's kind of it in a nutshell as far as visiting with him. Um, anything that you think I should have asked that I didn't, Paul? Well, what I really want to know is, did you get a chance to speak to Chris Grando or or Robert Master Simone and, and, and ask them where my, my invitation was for Christmas dinner? No, I, I didn't see either one of those two. Um, I moved on I'm from I'm still there waiting and... for it. <laughs> yeah. I, I wonder if they went home. I don't even know if they went home for Christmas. Well, I, 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 know, I know Master Simone took a picture at one of the local uh, youth hockey uh places and, and, and posted it on a social media site somewhere. I can't remember okay. which one, but well, then you he, know more than I do. That's, well, not, that's, surprising, not, that's not unusual. <laughs> that's the way it always is. But yeah. you know, you were, you were there. So I figured you had to ask, but I guess you wimped uh, out and didn't no, ask today, where my invitation was. Today I had two people. I had uh, Tim Lovell and I had coach powers and okay. uh, everybody else I saw from a distance so let's bring it to Coach Powers. I had a little bit longer with Coach Powers. It was a really good interview. You should hear it. No, oh, nobody can. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I posted a couple of pictures about it. It was really nice. And I and I really had them framed in front of the, uh, the uh, donor sign, if you will, that's posted outside the, the entrance to the locker room, which shows all the people that have donated right. to the program. And uh, I thought that was uh, really cool. So... I posted that picture, posted a picture of me with those two, and then uh, the silent film part of it, that's uh, just not going to happen. So, <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, um, so I talked to Coach Powers. And I asked him, of course, uh, the, the, the normal things. How was uh, the holiday? He said it's great to be with family and, and friends and be home for it. He also said that the guys had uh, a really good time, uh, you know, being around campus and and being around Mullet Arena, and of course, they also spent time with their families. But uh, he he did reiterate that. 
Uh, I then asked him about um, uh, the the stuff I saw on social media about the mental preparation. And he said, yeah, he said that was a big deal. He said uh, we had a really good um, mental uh, coach, I guess you will, come in and talk to the guys about the mental side of things. And he said, we're real happy with uh, what, what we got out of it. We'll see how it translates to the ice. So then I said, um, coach, you came into this holiday season um, a little beat up, uh, expecting him to say, so I said, how did you leave it? And I expected him to say, oh, we healed up a little bit. Instead, he told me, no, uh, we actually are coming out of it a little more beat up. <laughs> I said, what? And he said, yeah, we had a couple of guys have to have procedures uh, during the break, so they'll be out. And I said, so what does that mean for wow. the stretch run? 16 games at home out of the next 20, and you got to win a bunch of them? He said, we like our depth. We like our freshmen. And uh, he said that some of the guys that were sitting in the bleachers for the first, first half of the season are going to have to step up and play some hockey. And um, yeah, so I'm going to stop right there before I go on and tell you the rest of the conversation. But your thoughts on, on just they're more injured now than they came into the break. Well, that's, that's not good. I mean, holy smokes. I mean, you were missing a half a dozen guys to begin with. Right, you had Tanner Hickey was hurt, Jack Jensen was hurt, Jackson Niedermeyer was hurt, Charlie Shane was hurt. Right, um, you know, basically what's left is 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 the freshman that you're talking about, and Kate Stibby and Ryan Robinson, and um, we're gonna find out what they're made of pretty darn quick <laughs> because I might finally are... get my wish, Paul. And you know what that is, right? Three Ryans on one line. Am I going to see three Ryans? Possible. I don't know. In a line, Robinson and Alexander and O'Reilly. And Alexander and. <laughs> and I said O'Reilly. And O'Reilly. Yeah. I can see well, three Ryans. Well, that would Ryans. be right up your alley. That would be right. <laughs> I'll never hear the end of that. But, uh, no, um, I'll come up with a nickname for that. Triple R? I don't know. I'll come up with something. Yeah. I'll come up with something um, for it if that happens. But anyway. Yeah. But so we're going to find out pretty darn quickly against some really good teams um, if, you know, they, they, they really are not going to get a chance to be freshmen. I asked Coach that as well. That's that's where we'll pick up next. I said, so of your freshmen, they're not really freshmen anymore, are they? He goes, yeah, the guys that have played aren't. They've no, got a half not. a year under their belt. Uh, right. But the guys that haven't played are still freshmen. Um, so then I said, out of those guys so far, um, who, who's who's been the best one that you would say? Now, I know you hate to pick up single guys, but he quickly looked at me and he said, that's, easy. The, that's what he said. That's easy. And who would that's it be, easy. Paul? That's going to be Ryan Alexander, who's been studly. Yeah, he does not look like a freshman, has not looked like a freshman since he stepped on the ice here. So, yeah, he, he said that emphatically that – uh, Ryan Alexander was the best player, the best young player, the best freshman player uh, that he's he's had this year. Um, so then we talked about another thing that I thought was kind of interesting. I, I asked him about, I said, you have another Blue Blood program coming here to Mullet Arena in, in Boston College. I said, how do you feel knowing that you can get Blue Bloods to come here now and that you can compete with them 
And he said, you know, it, it's kind of a good feeling. It's, it's kind of a feeling that makes me um, kind of proud that we've come to that point. And he said, of course, it's not hard to get teams to want to come to Tempe in January or late December. But, um, you know, it's still something, especially non-conference, because everything's a non-conference for ASU. So these teams have to commit a non-conference series on the road in Arizona. So is it a wash, Paul, uh, weather and all of that for, for playing it on the road? Well, I think that, uh, first of all, I'm sure that those folks um, from Boston College, um, if they're not already there, um, I'm sure they can't wait to get there because you know how brutal it's been here. Um, and we've gotten it, quote, easy compared to, you know, any place north of the, of the city in Long Island. Um, you know, Buffalo is just they you, we think they got hit bad about a month ago. This was just as bad. So uh, New England is nuts. Um, you know, I, whether they got Buffalo snow or not, probably not, but it's been just as cold. Well, I'll, I'll tell the folks from, from Boston, if they aren't here yet, maybe you want to bring a jacket and a raincoat because it's going to be in the 60s and kind of rainy yeah, and cloudy okay. for a couple of days. So yeah, okay. um, br- maybe bring a raincoat, a jacket, yeah. you know, just uh, just in case. You might get a drop or two. It might not only be Virga, that you know rain that doesn't hit the ground, but it, it might actually hit the ground. could get a few drops on your car. You might have to wash it. Yeah, whatever. Um, maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it's... Uh, it's a rough time down here in the desert, but anyway. Um, so yeah, Boston college coming to town. They're going to play this weekend. As I said, at mullet arena Friday, Saturday night, it'll be a new year's Eve game, Paul. And, uh, we've got three of those, two of them. I thought I might, uh, well, I would get to, to, to see some different ones at air force and, um, Colorado college. But unfortunately, um, trying to get on a Southwest flight anywhere in the country right now, it yeah, just okay. isn't happening just yeah, not happening that's what i've been told yes you are correct my friend <laughs> um i'm not going anywhere except in a car and if i got to be in a car i might as well be in the desert and uh, even if it rains i'll uh, i'll put up with the windshield wipers in my face for a little while yeah yeah it's, it's, it's tough but somebody's got to do it so. <laughs> anyway and you can't complain about the matchup i mean you know no. colorado college princeton okay i like that uh, Canisius and Air Force, I like that too. But yeah. Boston College coming to Arizona State, and and I told Coach, I said, you know, I, I'm surprised I'm the only media guy here today because uh, this is this is a big time matchup. I mean, not only is it two teams that are very good, but there's so much at stake for Arizona State. Paul, do you want to tell the listeners how much is at stake for Arizona State the last 20 games? Everything. <laughs> He summed it up in one word, folks, everything. Or is that two words? I don't know. Whatever. This is is what I do. (laughs) How many games can Arizona State afford to lose and still make the NCAA tournament out of these last 20? I'm going to say, and it would depend on who they lose to, at the most, two. So, folks, if you're listening, that's an 18-2 and run to uh, end the season if you want to be supporting the Sun Devils in the NCAA well, they're tournament. be the better team in half of those. That doesn't yeah. necessarily mean you're going to win. Right. It's a start. It's definitely a start. And you're playing at home, 16 out of the 20. Right. But here's the part of it, 
Paul. I mean, how many times have we said it's really hard to sweep in college hockey? And uh, I'm not saying you're wrong. No, I know. But we've said it a lot that there it's hard to sweep. So if it's hard to sweep and you're asking a team to go on an 18 and two run, how, how, I mean, I, I mean, I don't even know. Listen, all you can do is try to go one and oh on any particular night. Yeah. That's all you can do. That's all Um, you can do. But you really hope that you don't go zero and three, and then you have to put up with now what? Well, uh, I, you know, it is what it is, right? You're still, uh, you don't want to let your teammates down. No, no, you don't, and you want to play to the end. And there's some things, you know, that Arizona State will get um, this season. They'll get a trip to Alaska. Um, they'll play Lindenwood here at Mullet. Uh, so there's some things that are still out there uh, for them to uh, to be able to embarrass enjoy. yourself. No, and no, you really don't. And and you want to look at things in a positive light and make sure. I know Coach Powers always says he never wants to be below 500. That's a big mark that he wants to accomplish first, I think, and and then take it by there. But or from there. But as as I tell you that, um, you look at at what lies ahead and you go, man, what a gauntlet. What a gauntlet, and they already had a gauntlet. I mean, he was rattling off today. He goes, you know, look at the teams we played. We played um, Denver, North Dakota, Minnesota, Minnesota Duluth, Bemidji State. <laughs> he went right down this list, no, and I'm going it. like, jeez. Yeah, that was a gauntlet to start the season, no doubt. I get it. Uh, you know, but it is a, it is a construct, a construct of being an independent. Especially now with the team, with with there being a half a dozen independents, you can play those teams at the end of the year when other teams are in conference and conference tournaments where you can get those games and you don't have to worry about going four weeks uh, if you're in a position to make the NCAA tournament without playing a game. Yeah, that's absolutely true. The other thing he reiterated again to me was he goes, you know, he said, I think we literally, literally could have been up 10 or 15 spots in the pairwise had, had a few things gone our way. Had we won a couple of these close games and he said, every game we've been in has been close for the most part. Um, you know, if we'd won in overtime, for example, when we got overtime games, if we'd, uh, if we'd won one goal games, where would we have been? So, uh, you know, he said, I know it's uh what it could have should have type thing, but, um, you know, it, it just shows that his team can play and compete. Here's, here's what I'll say about that. And, um, sometimes, you know, those are tend to be when no, when those kinds of numbers happen, they tend to be statistical anomalies. And not that I want to sit here and say, okay, we got to worry about 23, 24, but those things tend not to happen consec- in consecutive seasons. You have a season where you lose a lot of close games and, and that tends to turn around the next season. Even if you go from, now I'm not saying you win all those games, but even if you quote go 500 in those games, it makes a big difference. And I'm just saying that if you're trying to look at things in a positive manner, um, you know they're all connected, right? I mean, uh, have things gone your way? No, but. A, you can't just not play the rest of the games this year and say, yeah, we can't get in, so let's not play. 
then then what the heck are you doing there for if you're not trying to win every game? Yeah, yeah, um, totally, and, totally agree with you there. And assuming there's not major roster changes again next year, which I don't, which nobody really expects at this point. I mean, there'll be some changes, obviously, because there are every year. It's college sports. But, you know, it'll be the first time in a while that they've had the same roster two years in a row or relatively the same roster two years in a row. Yeah, I think the big you know, question is that top line. Are they all back? Well, is Master no. Simone, is Doan, is uh, Lucas Sillinger, all three of those uh, that started as the top line, I should say, uh, are they back, all three together, to give it one more run? Uh, well, we know that TJ, or I guess we shouldn't say this, but we know we're relatively sure that TJ Semptonfelter will be back. And that's a good place to start. Right. Well, I mean, we'll, I mean, I guess we'll see, right, whether or not Lucas Sillinger ends up uh, signing a free agent contract in the NHL because he's not a draft pick. Yeah, I, I got to think he's going to be around one more year. And, and, and Robert Mastrosimone kind of slipped up earlier this year and told me that uh, he, he thinks he'll be back. Um, well, uh, another year. Listen, uh, let's hope so, because like I said, you'll have a situation where you're not going to have a lot of changes um, up front, um, you know, just based on the class designation. Uh, if you're saying that uh, Master Simone comes back, uh, whether that's slipped or not, um, Asia will lose Grando and Chris Grando and Demetrius Kumanzis, who'll be a big loss, but. You know, it's college sports, guys. Graduate. So, and they did have them as long as they could have them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, so, so that's a good thing. It's not like you're losing a guy after a year or two. Uh, these guys have been uh, staples of the program for a while now. So, right. Okay, let's do this. Let's take a break. Let's come back and uh, let's dig into what's going on in this uh, craziness of the World Junior Championships and uh, kind of relive and retouch a little bit of yesterday, talk about what happened today, and look forward to tomorrow. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. 
Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for the next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, summer skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. From the nation's best college hockey conference, access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Question? Comment? Let us hear from you on our text message line at 303 943 3772. All right. Welcome back in, hockey fans, to College Hockey West Weekly. It's our Tuesday night staple. It's where everything started for us here at ITHSW Podcast, the quad pod of hockey, college hockey podcast. Scott Strandy with you tonight from the uh, Lot 59 parking lot at the uh, Mullet Arena on the Arizona State campus. Uh, just a few minutes or an hour and a half before. Uh, We'll see the Colorado Avalanche, the defending Stanley Cup champions, take on the Arizona Coyotes. I am looking forward to seeing one Kale McCarr. Matter of fact, I might get a pair of Kale McCarr summer skates. Well, I'm surprised you don't have six or seven of those already. <laughs> My co-host is always Paul Ornstein joining me from Long Island, New York. Um, Paul, it's 72 and cloudy. The clouds are building quick. It's supposed to rain tomorrow. Um, could be a real miserable. Yeah, let, let, I think you should probably avoid this topic. Do I do I hear violin? Yeah, it's a really tiny one. Oh, okay. okay. And by the way, the open today was great. I was wondering who let the dogs out. Um, that's the problem. The dog wasn't <laughs> out. <laughs> I love it. I can only imagine what was happening behind you. <laughs> It wasn't behind me. I would have. I would have had to stop, and that I wasn't sure how. I mean, it was. <laughs> I probably should have stopped anyway. But no, it was good. I love it. I, I, I love I, it. I, I didn't was, know how close was it was to. That shows how real we are. Um, <laughs> well, speaking of dogs, the bulldogs, not your bulldogs, the Ferris State bulldogs, um, in Game Two of the Grand Lakes and uh, the Great Lakes Invitational, have a. 3 nothing lead over the Spartans of Michigan State. Ooh. Upset is, Bruin. And this is after uh, the Western Michigan Broncos just crushed. And I do mean crushed Michigan Tech. How bad was that eight one, Paul? How was the final score? It was 8-1. to one. It was, Oh, goodness. It was 8-1. to one. It was ugly. It was not. And I think it and And it was 8 nothing at one point. So... Um, it's not like. And keep in mind, folks, the uh, the Western Michigan Broncos are playing without their head coach, uh, Pat Firstweiler. Firstweiler, easy for me to say, um, is That's with Team said. USA. Yeah, he's with Team USA. Um, so they get the big win without him. Michigan Tech 
on their way to the desert next weekend to be a part of the desert classic. Uh, so there's some tie-ins here and, uh, the great lakes invitational, um, does not have the university of Michigan this year, Paul. It does not. I think, why would that be? That, I think the folks that ran that tournament or run that tournament said, eh, we don't need that aggravation. And we're just not going <laughs> to. Yeah. But they had COVID problems last year. Um, yeah, but that, it was an issue except until the next day when. <laughs> I, just... I hit that nerve. I just wanted to see how big it still stung when I hit that nerve. Uh, sting? No, it's, they should be embarrassed. <laughs> no, I mean for and, you. And, I know you wanted oh. to just <laughs> rip and roar and, on it, but you did good. You held back. Well, listen, uh, they have enough. Of, they had enough of their own issues this past summer. Um, yeah, good point. Good point. And they just picked up more draft picks and reloaded and restocked. So, yeah. Well, eh, the issue wah, wasn't. Wah, wah. But, yeah. Well, and if you're those players, you couldn't have been happy about that either. But that was six months ago, and I guess we should just kind of move on. No, well, mostly. Yeah. I'll still, <laughs> I'll still take shots at them for not playing. But I know the coach isn't there anymore, so. Okay, and uh, as we aforementioned uh, before the break, uh, Air Force will be hosting a two-game series with Canisius on uh, Friday and Saturday. So there'll be a New Year's Eve game uh, at the Air Force Academy. And then just across town in Colorado Springs, the Colorado College Tigers will look to play uh, a weekend series versus Princeton without uh, the sponge. Caden, the sponge, and Barrico will not be there. So uh, it's up to Mr. Vernon, it sounds like. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, whatever. Caden, um, Caden, the sponge and miracle. No, no, just no, just no. <laughs> no. How else can you describe that kid? The puck comes into him, sticks to him. It's like Velcro. Really? I guess I call him Velcro. That's just as bad. <laughs> I like the sponge. Cause I think they dip them in water before the game and they send them out there and then pucks just stick to him. Leave the funny stuff to me. Please. <laughs> one of us is funny and one of us is not. <laughs> Leave the funny stuff to the guy that's funny. Okay. That's why I say the stuff that I do. Anyway. I, I don't I uh, you're you you're a pretty good straight man without having to force it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So that's what's happening. Uh Lindenwood. Where is Lindenwood going this weekend, Paul? Um, Lindenwood is is going up to Vermont. Played a cat. Goodness gracious! Can somebody get Rick Zombo a calendar and tell him you don't go to Vermont the last weekend of any year? Well, he's got to have a compass first to just figure out where he is. <laughs> Goodness! You talk about travel plans. How would you like to get from St. Louis to Vermont uh, during this? Uh, craziness that we have in weather conditions oh man i know if you ask coach you probably say just put me on the bus i'll be fine oh <laughs> uh, yeah that's a long ride <laughs> yeah well he told me that it wasn't such a great ride out of newark either when they played army uh, <laughs> no it wasn't but that's because it's newark yeah he could have probably made it a lot a lot faster from st louis on a bus than from newark to uh west point probably <laughs> At least he didn't try to get on the on the uh, what's it the Long Island Distressway. That's what I call it. 
That's what a lot anyway. of people call it. Anyway, so Lindenwood going up there. Uh, they're coming off of a weekend, a couple of weekends ago, where they uh, did a pretty good job battling uh, the national champions. I think they scared the heck out of Denver for a little while on Saturday night. I think they did. I don't think there's any question. But, you know, and it was 4-4 late in the game, so. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if I told you, but Coach Sambo texted me quite a bit last week, <laughs> reminding me about how many chances they had to get that get that win and how excited and how proud he was of his guys. So, yeah, that was uh, that was good stuff. Um, anyway, so that's what Lindenwood is doing. Um, where are our Alaska teams, Paul? Fairbanks is where? Uh, Fairbanks is... Notre Dame. Yeah, because that's a Saturday, Sunday, I believe. Yeah. yeah, New Year's Eve, Anchorage New Year's Day. How you? How do you like that? That's good. Yeah, that's big time. That's big time on the campus in Notre Dame. Yeah, the Golden Domers. Yeah. Anyway, so Fairbanks will scare the heck out of them if they don't beat them, in my estimation. Well, they listen. You better play. You better come to play against Fairbanks because they're coming to play. So you better. Okay. How about our friends in Anchorage? What are they doing this weekend? I said they're going to be at Lowell. If you were oh, listening, UMass Lowell. You were listening. UMass Lowell. How big is that for Anchorage and UMass Lowell? But but how much is it for Anchorage if they could get something done at UMass Lowell? Well, yeah. Listen, you have to get it done. I mean, you know, uh, you know, if Lowell once again, if you take Anchorage, you don't take them serious. They'll 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 snake bite you. So, um, and even though Lowell's in a pretty good spot in the pairwise. For now, uh, a loss, a, you know, a, a home loss like that against a team in the bottom half of the pairwise could knock you out of that good position. So Okay, so that leads us into day two of the uh, World Junior Championship. Paul, what did you see today? Because I didn't have time to watch. Um, I saw some crazy. I saw, if you're not, if you're, don't have it if you have the chance to watch and you're not watching you you're missing some pretty good hockey um the the games that were going on today um you had you had some games that especially the sweden germany game that was just wow i mean uh the germans gave the swedes everything they could handle They, 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 they had, they, they, the, the last six or seven minutes. Now, listen, five on five, Sweden dominated the game. But Germany got enough power plays where they had a lot of scoring chances. And the last six minutes of the game, even though they weren't on the power play, you know, the desperation was there and you could see it. And, and the Swedes were just trying to hang on, just trying to, to, to get out of this game. Uh, but it was phenomenal finish. Uh, the Germans had some two-on-ones and some odd man rushes and just couldn't finish. Um, and it was a tremendous, tremendous game. Um, Tell me it, about Switzerland winning a shootout against Latvia. Well, I was Switzerland two and zero, right? Uh, the, the Swiss are, I believe, they are two and zero. I think they won two games in overtime. So they don't have, you know, they only get two points for those wins instead of three. 
Um, I think they'll still take the wins, though. Oh, yeah, they'll no take the how they win, obviously. And even the shootout today in that game went extra shots. Which, of course, uh, you know how I feel about the shootouts. Just let it be a tie. <laughs> Just let it be a tie. You don't like skills competition? No. <laughs> Okay, so what else do we have going on today? We had Finland 5-2 over Slovakia. Well, hold on. So first of all, oh. got to give the Swiss credit for, okay. for fighting. I mean, uh, they were down 2-1 to one late in the game. Got a goal with about four minutes left to tie it. Nice. Very nice. You know, um, we're not going to get into the... You know, actually, it was even less than that. I think it was like two minutes left to go in the game to tie the game up. I mean, they pulled a goalie um, and, and, and got it tied up. Uh, you know, Latvia, they, now I want to say they were the better team, but what a tremendous game. And their goalie was off the charts. Their, their goalie, Patrick Bersons, was, was, was tremendous in that game today. I mean, um, he kept his team in front till the end. Um, and I think, and I don't know this for sure. Okay. I, 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 I think their goalie Burzins is, is, is playing in the North American league. And I think he's on like an expansion team in the North American league. Yeah. Something like that. I think he might be with the Minnesota wilderness is what I heard, but I could be wrong. Uh, I don't, I'm trying to look it up, but, um, he was just the fact that he's in the North American league, uh, tells you just how good that league is getting, you know, well, that's true too. Um, but I, and I think, you know, on top of that, as I try to look it up and maybe it helps if I look at the right team, but I don't know why, um, um, yeah, I think he's playing in, in, in the North American league. Um, and I think uh, literally the team is, is, I think is an expansion team and, or what have you. And I think he has like one win, but like a huge giant size save percentage. <laughs> he just doesn't have much around him. <laughs> uh, anyway. Clearly. Uh, uh, so anyway, uh, that was that. Then Finland, of course, gets a five two win. Nobody was shocked at that one over Slovakia. No, no. Um, well, I don't know. Five two is a little, you know, is is a little shocking because the Slovaks are a good team, but um, or you know, usually have a consistent uh, a consistent uh, team, you know. Um, but uh, when when you sit there and uh, you know, it just the Finns were obviously angry from from <laughs> were the <they>? before. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, How about yeah, that Canadian team tomorrow? I think they're going to have a little anger. Oh, oh, oh yeah, they're going to be nuts. Uh, the first thing I saw this morning on social media, I don't even know how it crossed my social media, but uh, I saw a reporter say, uh, yeah, Canada will not practice today. <laughs> I'm going like, yeah, yeah, probably let them stew a little bit longer in that one. Yeah, well, here, by the way, this is these are the numbers. Uh, Burzins has a 921 save percentage in the North American League. Goodness gracious. That okay. is just um But you know what, Paul, the North American and, League really does produce some goaltenders. Just ask. Yeah, well, I, ask I, any college coach. 
And that's Peter Menino. Right. He's they, he's his team's got two wins on the season. He's one nine twenty one. Think about that. I know. But, I am. I mean, that's that's that tells you, you know, and the team is two and twenty four. <laughs> and he's got a nine twenty one. Yeah. What if they I had mean, somebody that wasn't quite that good, Paul? I guess the record well, would still be well, the same. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, but. Just think about how how many times that that guy is keeping him in the game. So, when you when if you watched uh, the Latvian team play, um, you know the goalie's going to keep you in the game, and that's what he did. And you know uh, he came that close to beating the Swiss, and that would have been a big win for them. Exactly. The last game of the day um, is it still going on? I think it is. Right, seven well, nothing right now. The game. Yeah, you know, it's it's. It's 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 not pretty. <laughs> Tell everybody who it is. It's not pretty. <laughs> oh well, I mean, you know, it's, it's uh, Czechia, and I just turned it off because Austria. I, was, I saw it was seven nothing. The Austrians. <laughs> um, Ouch! That one hurts. And well, it, I'm just it clearly the the Czechians catch a break, not having to play one of the better teams after they come off the upset of Canada. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. And their chest might be pumped out just a little bit farther today after what they did yesterday. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, listen. I mean, they're 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 one of the hockey playing, you know, one of the hockey powers anyway. I mean, you know, their 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 history, you know, even before, you know from before it was the Slovaks and and the Chechens. Um, you know, they were always up there in the top three or 14 countries in the world. So did I tell you how good their team was in the, uh, uh, five nations? Yeah, they were pretty good. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, anyway, so group A standings, as I'm looking at them right now, Sweden and, uh, on top two games played two wins, six points, uh, Chechia, uh, with one game played still the other second one here completed shortly. Yeah, Currently with one win, up, three points. Right. So they'll be up so they'll there. Be six. Yeah, they'll be tied yep. with the Swedes. Yep. And then Germany, uh, one game played, no wins, no points. Canada's played one game, no wins, no points. Well, it's it's it's. I don't even say that with a straight because, face. <laughs> well, you know, you can say without, you can say it, so to speak. But uh, uh, TSN did put up a stat on, uh, on on one of the graphics that. When Canada loses their first game in the tournament, they tend not to finish well. Boy, that's a shock. Because well, that kind of tears it, you apart right from the start. Well, it, when you realize that, that you can be beaten, especially on your home ice, man, rebuilding that confidence, Paul, that's probably why they took the day off today and decided, you know what? Let these guys stew in it a little bit. Let them start over on a fresh start tomorrow. Well, I guess, but and once again, they'll they'll have the. Uh, they should just. You don't want to ever say that a team is going to win by throwing their sticks out on the ice, but they are playing the weakest team, on paper in the tournament tomorrow, in the Austrians. So, and the um, Austrians are coming off a of beating today, obviously that we're just talking about. Right. So, um, and they've well, and they. They're right now they're being outscored eighteen to nothing in this tournament. So 
and playing a Yuck. third day in a row. Yeah, that's not I'm sorry, fair. not a third day in a row. Canada doesn't play till Thursday. They don't play till Thursday. Right, but still. Um, that's, that's Which is why else. you give them a day off, but yeah, without a doubt. Okay, so so Group B right now we have Switzerland on top. Two games played, four points. You mentioned those two overtime games, giving them only four points instead of uh, six. Um, Finland played two games as uh, four points. Uh, Team USA played just one game, three points. Right. Latvia two games and uh, they have one point, and Slovakia one game and uh, no points. So. Oh. That's where we stand so far in the preliminaries. It, it's so far it's setting itself up nice for Team USA if they don't have, uh, if they don't fall into a trap. Because yeah, and that's, the, that's the very, other two, very dangerous. Well, yeah, I mean because the fans have already played two games and only have four points, as you mentioned. The Swiss have four. Um, the Latvians are good. But they only have one point in two games. So if you're Team that USA, hurts. that hurts. If you're Team USA and you come out tomorrow and beat the Slovaks and give yourself six points in 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 two games, you've got a really big leg up. Yeah, I mean, just look at Latvia. What they would have on, to do, they would have to win the next two games outright. And that would only give them seven points, you know. And 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 then you're sitting there, the that 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 the the Swiss and, and the Finns have already played, and they you know they split up the points, so no one can you can't win that game. Like I said, you, you you've got yourself a leg up if you don't fall into a trap. You know, the Swiss still have to play Slovakia. The Latvians have to play Slovakia. Okay. Um, you know the Finns still have to play those teams too, so you're you you are putting yourself in a good position if you don't fall asleep. Yeah, exactly. Now, if I'm looking at the schedule right, Canada does play Germany tomorrow. Do they? Because I'm, I'm could looking be, at I could have I could have misread it. Too. December twenty eighth. It looks like Slovakia and Team USA followed by Canada and Germany. Um, on the 28th, oh, yeah. and then yeah, Latvia right. and Finland on the 29th. And I'm just reading it, so I don't know if no, I'm listen, right. Or right I, but... Listen, I can, I'll have just have to mark the day down on the calendar that you were right and I was wrong. <laughs> and then uh, on the 29th, it'll be Latvia, Finland. It'll be a four-game day uh, with Sweden and, and Czechia, uh, Team USA and Switzerland. So they'll do the back-to-backs tomorrow and Thursday. And then uh, Austria and Canada will wrap things up on Thursday. Uh, for the final game. So Canada and USA will go back to back over the next two days with their uh, competition. Then we, uh, we have the, the 30th. There's only two games scheduled for that. It's Slovakia, Latvia, and Germany, Austria. And then New Year's Eve, um, we will have Switzerland, Slovakia, Czechia, Germany, Team USA, and Finland, uh, Canada, and uh, Sweden, which I think will be a dynamic game. Um, I think those last two are set up perfectly on New Year's Eve, Paul. Team USA and Finland, Team Canada, and Team Sweden. Your thoughts on that heading into the uh, quarterfinals? Well, listen, um, you know, with Canada losing that game, that turns all these games for them into a big game. 
And, you know, if you're in that situation and you're and your team USA and you've taken care of business going into that game against the Finns, uh, you could be setting yourself up for a, a you know, I mean, listen, once again, you're talking about one and duns after that. Um, but you want to put yourself in the best position possible. And well, let's let's steer this towards Team USA a little bit down the stretch. I know one of the things that that I I noticed in August, and I was hoping, and I hope that this doesn't play out um, this year with this team uh, in 2023, but uh, or the 2022 championships leading into 2023. Um, when you look at the way they started this uh this game they were a little slow starting i thought uh the first two periods and then they kind of did their thing got the win and i'm looking for these guys to come out tomorrow and actually put the hammer down a little bit early um get out show their force show what they can do we talked about crashing the net the importance of it i told you dave starman said nothing but uh there are no flybys on team usa they go to the net hard and they stay there well they have no i mean listen and I have heard it more or noticed it more in the last couple of years and noticed it being said more by the commentators as I watch games. That's how everybody's got so much skill now and so much speed. How do you determine or what's going to be the factor in the outcome of the game? Well, if everybody's equal in skill and talent and speed, what's gonna what what's the what's left? What's left? Grit, G R I T, grit. Okay. Who gets to the front of the net? Who does the dirty work? Uh, I I yeah. heard also the radio broadcast yesterday talk about a goal scored uh, against Team USA where they said, you know, uh, Mr. Boucher should have gotten in front of that one, um, and they're gonna look at that on tape and they're gonna say, hey. If you're going to be there, you better block it because uh, otherwise you're just a nice tree in front of, in front of your goaltender. So uh, don't. Ironic, of course, because his father was a goalie. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's probably a tree in front. So. Uh, of them many you know, times. They were talking about that grit. So. so Mentioned so, uh, Rand Pecknell's team you know, plays with that's, grit. Yeah. At that's, Quinnipiac. You know, the, the team that, that wants it more and does those things more often than not, it's going to be the team that wins. Yep. I'm not going to argue a bit with you. So uh, that'll be happening. Uh, of course, the world juniors will go all the way till January 5th when they will wrap up. And uh, that'll be the day before the start of the uh, desert classic here at uh, mullet arena. So three straight weekends at mullet for me, Paul. Um, I'm just going to sit here and once again, make my plea. Please have this tournament in August every year. <laughs> Good luck with that. I can ask. What's the worst yeah, thing you, you tell me? No. Yeah, that will be the worst thing, and that will be the thing they will tell you. No, it's going to be at Christmas yeah, yeah, time. I it's a yeah. it's a tradition. Yeah. They're yeah, not going to yeah. break it. Uh, yeah. They had to break it because of COVID. But I know you like to see hockey in in August. So anyway, I'm um, so down with that. Uh, tonight. The Colorado Avalanche and the Arizona Coyotes do battle right behind me in Mullet Arena. And uh, Thursday night, Paul Hornstein's Toronto Maple Leafs come to town to take on the Coyotes. 
Paul, I'm surprised that you just didn't hop on a jet and get here just to see your Leafs. Well, even if I wanted to, uh, apparently, based on what everybody's saying, I can't even get on a plane, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Otherwise, you would have come to see that team because that's your oh, favorite of, of all teams Absolutely. in the NHL. Absolutely. Who do you hate more, the Leafs, Philadelphia, or the Rangers? Oh, that's easy. It is? Yeah. The Loafs? At least. No. no we, Philadelphia? We Philadelphia. Oh, okay. Oh, it's not even close. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Bobby the Blur. He doesn't mean it. There's, there's, there's... Bobby the Blur. He does not mean Who? it. Bobby the no, Blur th- this is, This is not even... This is... No, that's not even... That's a no-brainer. That's... <laughs> uh, uh, i love it They're, my partner folks has has so much vitriol for so many different not so many but just certain teams and communities and cities listen and, and you know i mean I, I spent three days in tucson i'm spending three more this week down there and uh, i'll give it a lot of credit man i i, I thought christmas day I thought maybe I'll just take a drive up to Mount Lemon because nine thousand plus feet in the Catalina Mountains. Why not? Whatever. Why not go see no. it? I didn't. Uh, I was thinking no. about it, but I didn't. No. So maybe I'll wait now until this weekend when it's snowing and miserable and try to drive up that mountain. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, but uh, that that was a lot of fun down there last weekend. It'll be more fun again this weekend, even though I'll be back and forth like a yo-yo between Tempe and. And to somebody, at least if there's no accidents, knock on wood, um, it, it'll be a nice drive because that's not bad on that freeway. As long as there's no accidents. Anybody listening? That's a knock on something. Yeah, so that means just everybody stay away. <laughs> Let me drive, please. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks to uh, Paige Shacklett again today for uh, accommodating me here at Arizona State. With the Sun Devils, I apologize, I apologize, and I apologize for uh, not turning the mic on. Uh, but I did put some pictures up, and uh, I did recap everything for you tonight. So uh, tell your friends to listen, and you'll be able to uh, pick it up on the podcast as far as what the conversations were like. My thanks also to Tim Lovell for joining me, and Coach Powers, as always, for joining me. Paul, you got anything uh, to close things up with tonight? Um, from the Summer Skate Studios. Behind the Masks, College Hockey West Weekly. Brought to you by AT&T Wireless, where unlimited your way lets you choose the right plan for each member of your family. Desert Toyota of Tucson. No gimmicks, no games, just a great car and a great experience. Find us at deserttoyota.com or at 7150 East 22nd Street. By Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Now at two locations, at the original at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard and the new location at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations or behindthemask.com. For the NCHC and NCHC.TV, subscribe to NCHC.TV and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Dreams and Suite, an official Disney World hotel, Book your stay now at DruryHotels.com. Jets Pizza. Go to JetsPizza.com to find your fresh deal at your nearest Jets location today. Top Golf. Play some of the world's most iconic golf courses without packing a suitcase. Find out how. See your local Top Golf Center or go to TopGolf.com. 
Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos Worldwide. It's where the action is, in the resort or in town. Liberty University. Hockey, education, and faith with equal passion at liberty.edu. Buy M-Drive. Go to mdriveformen.com to see which M-Drive formula is for you. And buy College Hockey, Inc. College Hockey West Weekly presented by Behind the Mask and all of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app and available for download wherever you get your podcasts from. Don't forget to search I-T-H-S-W podcasts, all one word. I-T-H-S-W podcasts, all one word. Subscribe, rate, and review. Help people find the show wherever and however you can. Behind the Masks, College Hockey West Weekly, and all of our weekly podcasts are a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. And we are sneaking up ever so closely to 34,000. So let's top that mark. Let's get close to 35 before uh, the end of the year if we can. And uh, we'll jump into... uh, the 2023 new year with uh, 35,000 downloads. That'd be all right. I'd take that. Um, our thanks also to the uh, Arizona Coyotes and Luke Johns for uh, taking care of uh, taking care of me tonight and Thursday night. And uh, always my good friend Patrick Brown for uh, stepping up and doing what it takes with the Arizona Coyotes as well. Uh, just a bit of AHL news for you. A couple things. Pro Hockey West Report is set to return uh, on the 5th, so next Thursday night. And uh, Michael Carcone, the uh, the nemesis of one Joey Decord in the AHL, has been uh, recalled to the Tucson Roadrunners tonight. So looking forward to seeing my my new friend Michael Carcone as he makes a uh, a debut up here with the uh, Arizona Coyotes this uh, this evening against the Avalanche. All right, we'll say good night with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro. Good night, everybody. Good night.